young black. Young black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black equestrian. <laughs>
if they didn't really know what they had going on. Mm-hmm. Or they because can... a lot of horse people are secretive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting too, and hopefully it'll inspire some of them to come on over to the horse bus, the mm-hmm. horse wagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's just um, kind of tell people our story for the people that are just now joining or they don't want to go all the way back to season one because, woo, season one was trial and error. We worked out some kinks. We changed it up. Like, here is the cue that song. Um, Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... My name is Abriana. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And I started riding when I was like around seven or eight um, at this jumper barn. I had the slowest, pokiest horse. I had to work so hard to get him to do anything. So I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have. Um, so stopped taking lessons and uh fast forward a few years to high school my cousin started going to these things called trail rides and he was like I got another horse you want to go ride and I was like I've been on a horse before yes this will be fine it in fact was not fine (laughs) just kidding I said, what you don't know is... Right. What I didn't know is what a trail ride consisted of and the fact that we would be over the river and through the woods, literally, (laughs) um, with a bunch of Black cowboys having a blast, singing, and them yelling at you to get up the hill or get down the hill or do something faster, you know, anything like that. great y'all like it's great it's it's fun so that was that's kind of what I've been doing since high school I purchased my horse in college and now I have my horse that I raised and trained myself from six month old he's a walking horse his name is Maestro I also have my childhood horse Coco who is also a walking horse that took me on my first trail and you know I've put hundreds of miles on him and then I have a miniature horse Encore who is a therapy horse and does educational visits with kids as a part of Saddle of and Reed so that is me in a nutshell oh, Lord, <laughs> huh Cameron is that unicorn creative oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> excuse me so carrying on with the story um I also uh, recently quit my job in order to pursue my multiple passions that all center around the horse industry. So I launched a creative solutions business called Black Unicorn Creative, and I help equine and veterinary businesses establish their digital hoofprint that is their websites, their logo design and branding, as well as their social media. So if you are in need of those services, feel free to hit me up on any of my socials or go to blackunicorncreative.com. 
I also authored and illustrated two books so far, a couple more coming out by the end of this year, now that I have time. Cowgirl Cameron, it's a book series. Um, I have two of them right here. Cowgirl Cameron and the Crazy Hair Day and Cowgirl Cameron and the Great Escape. So that's that. And so um, if you have any kids that need books with characters that look like them doing things that they enjoy doing, like living life on the farm, those are perfect books for those kids. And I have a couple more up my sleeve, so I can't wait till those come out as well. Yeah, that was accurate. <laughs> How are you going to forget stuff? That's what I know. It's just such a long list. So it sometimes it's like hard to over, we like overwhelm people sometimes. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> let's, let's hear about you, the world of... Oh, I was not, not call you your nickname. Um, the Sunflower. All right. So I'm Caitlin. Um, the trail rides that Ariana described is where I grew up. Um, my dad started me riding when I was three years old, and I'm into horses because of him. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. So I ride Western. Um, two years ago, I started to ride bareback, and I'm trying to dabble into mounted archery. That's going to be really interesting. I just got a, a bow and my arrows. I'm going to make a target out of pizza boxes. Um, let me stop saying um. <laughs> I have a bunch of horses. How did I end up with so many horses? Because my horse had babies, accident babies. <laughs> Oops, babies. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like seven horses now. I still have my childhood my childhood horse, like Abriana. Her name is Goat. I teach horseback riding lessons um, and really horsemanship classes, just introducing kids to horses. And that is so much fun. I love it because a lot of the times some of the horse the horses. Some of the kids are kind of like afraid and they're intimidated because the horses are so big. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the lesson and our little exchange, they're like, oh my goodness, I love horses and they don't want to leave. <laughs> I started a nonprofit called Saddle Up and Read. And we just use the horses to encourage kids to read, hoping that one day the literacy rates in North Carolina in the world will <laughs> increase well not the world america is needs it um yeah america has to catch up but our goal is to to give give kids books um and play a role in increasing the literacy rates um what else <laughs> other than this podcast um i'm a mom of three and ooh, that's a full-time job and just doing that and organizing all of this stuff we just entered into homeschooling life so that's about to be a whole different experience um i'm going to teach them everything about horses that's going to be like the base of our program <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding um but yeah, that's pretty much, I think everything, I have a book coming out 
this year sometime. <laughs> it's called Be out here being authors and style. Right. Oh, I can't wait till everybody sees it. It is inclusive of everything and everyone, literally. And I can't wait to see y'all see it. It's called Horseback Riding. It's for everyone. And it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm super excited. Me too. Super excited. Like, oh we are going to go on, like, all the, all the trips. All the trips. All the book tours. Like, we are going to do this doggone thing. And you will never, you've never seen anything like it. And you will never see anything like it again. <laughs> I'm excited. I completely butchered like everything I just said. So I hope that y'all just understand that I love horses and they're my life. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that is our lives. Yes, yes, yes. So um, let's let's just sh- let's talk about Sabo Three for a little bit um, because literally this past week is it was like saddle up and read week right (laughs) we traveled like almost 2,000 miles to just gather these donations that were absolutely massive and I let's just talk about what led up to that what what did you do because I know a lot of people are asking like how she get that what she do get that oh my god what she do how, what, what kind of, you don't have to say like everything like step by step, but like what kind of led up to these uh, massive donations and tell us what they were. So in March, April, March or April, people started looking at black equestrians around the world and they want to know how they could help. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate what led to that, um, but it happened, and so that led people to saddle up and read, and they wanted to know more. And so, as I'm explaining and you know responding to messages and just doing what, what I've been doing, sharing our story, um, we started getting donations rolling in, and then with the pandemic, the issue of transportation it hit heavy. And what we kind of found is with our program, when we host reading sessions at the farm, kids who really need our program aren't able to come um, just because it's a transportation issue. So I kind of sent out a SOS for a horse trailer and a truck to pull it. And so everybody was like on this mission, like, hey, we're going to help you get that truck and horse trailer. Don't you give up. And we didn't give up. I didn't give up. We got a bunch of no's and people who didn't respond. And that's okay because eventually somebody responded. And those awesome people, like there, there's so many people <laughs> that I would have to thank. Uh, it would probably take up like five minutes of this time. <laughs> but they know who they are. And I truly, truly appreciate you. But those awesome people led us to Cape's Farm, which is in Maryland. And Mr. Howie Wolf graciously donated a truck <laughs> to Saddle Up and Read. And Ariana and I went up to Maryland and we got it. <laughs> it was five hours away. Um and their farm is so beautiful. Oh my goodness. Crazy beautiful. Like, I would move. <laughs> right, right. We could live on the corner 
and they would not even know. Like, <laughs> we just gonna set up a fence out here. Just <laughs> right. We'll be good. We're just fine. <laughs> if we get some mail, just send it. Just like, yeah, we'll we'll get it. <laughs> but it was so beautiful, and they were so kind. And and Katie, who met us there, um, and Sissy Weeks, who put it all together. We wish you would have been there that day. But I'll see you one day in the future. Yeah, we met your horse though. He's cute. yeah, we met your horse, and he's beautiful. <laughs> But, you know, even just going there, it just made me realize how how having that truck is going to help us show kids what's possible. Um, I've never seen a farm like that in my life. <laughs> like, never. And my mind was just blown away. So I really look forward to what we have in store for the future. Because um, I know people are, are probably just blown away with us just showing up with horses, you know? And then, what, four days later? <laughs> Thursday? That was Monday. Then on Thursday, um, I got the call that a horse trailer was ready for us. And prior to that date, um, someone had made a large donation specifically for a horse trailer. And so I connected with them and I said, hey, we found a trailer. It's ready. We can go get it. And I called our Brianna. And the next day we went and got it. <laughs> Hit the road, Jack. Okay. Hit, Hit the, the road. road. To Kentucky. Um, it was an eight-hour drive. I'm pretty sure it probably took longer because we had to stop. <laughs> but it was so fun. Oh, my gosh. It was a lot of fun. And just getting that trailer and then hooking it up to the truck and our Brianna driving back. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I drove that bad boy all the way back, okay? Yes. Like, and it was storming. It was raining so hard. <laughs> Y'all, not only that, we went through all the mountains. We went through the Kentucky mountains, the Virginia mountains, the Virginia mountains, and the North Carolina mountains. And our GPS, ooh, <laughs> did not have our best interests in mind okay let's just say that gps took us up up the mountain on a one-way road the we're looking at signs that are we see the backs of signs and we're like is this one way it was it was like colitis, whole situation just stressed me out we finally got to do hickey town and it's like okay the diesel's like leaking out of the pump like okay as long as some got in the truck let's just we need to get about again <laughs> road runner out this thing well, we will not be back <laughs> no but we drove that sucker back oh my goodness eight hours back Sorry to sorry to all our people like in these states that we did not get to see. Y'all understand. We was we we're moving, okay? Like we were on a mission. Yes. Maryland, we were like, we're doing it in a day. Like right. we're not Corona is still here. So mm -hmm. we're not like spending extra time. Right. But uh same with Kentucky. I mean, we, we ain't breakfast. We were right there in horse country. Yeah, we didn't even we saw everything that was on the way to where we were going. <laughs> 
That's it. That's it. That's it. We, we saw some mounted officers though downtown. Oh. That was cool. We saw them. We saw their butts, and we were just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But that was really cool, and we got the trailer and made it back, and of course we made the announcement, and I mean. When you have a vision and you kind of know what your, well, not kind of, you know what your purpose is and you just strive toward it, everything that you need for that is, is going to come. You know, I didn't have to like force this to happen. Um, I, I wrote down maybe last year, the things that I needed for Saddle Up and Read. And throughout this year, we have been getting everything that we needed. Um, a truck and a trailer was up there. So have your vision and if it's clear and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you just get up every day and say, Hey, I'm taking one step forward to what that is. You will be okay. So I'm so happy to have all of this support. The, the support is still rolling in because we have our bags that we've been making. Um, people have been sending us stuff to go in these bags when these children are finally Less with these bags oh my goodness they're gonna have so much stuff like i want one <laughs> um there's gonna be so much in there shirts pencils erasers horse stickers horse notepads bookmarks everything is books <laughs> everything is going in that bag books that represent um diverse characters diverse equestrians so i'm super excited because i didn't have that stuff when i was younger mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so what is what is what's next i guess i mean people are always asking us what's right. next so let's <laughs> let's start with saddle up and read what's next for saddle up and read a home that that's next a facility a place for the kids and the Wendell community um, to grow and learn about horses and learn about themselves and freely create. I think that's really important right now. You know, I don't know where a lot of people hung out when they were younger, but there was nowhere for me to hang out in Wendell and there's nowhere for the kids to hang out now, unless you have a lot of money and you pay memberships. <laughs> But um, kids need that. They need somewhere to go. Um, schools are all virtual right now. And hopefully they won't be that way in the future. But if things don't go back to normal, mm -hmm. there needs to be there needs to be a place that kids can go and they can have those normal interactions with their peers. Um, and they can feel safe because unfortunately, not every household right now is a safe space for children mm -hmm. that's what's next we're gonna find a home yeah yeah and it's crazy because people thought the truck was crazy yeah <laughs> but it happened people thought the trailer was crazy but it happened yep. you can think this land this facility is crazy but guess what? Yep. It's gonna happen. And when that happens, woo, that's gonna be great. 
when that happens, like, <laughs> like I said, I felt like running around my property when I put my job, okay? When Saddle Up and Read finds a home, like, I don't know, care if it's raining, like, we gonna be outside dancing. Right. <laughs> praise it, praise dancing, we gonna be crying. We gonna be, like, I mean, elbows up, like, just getting it, because I know, like, in my mind, I can just see, you know, this place like there's the barn and then there's um like an actual facility I kind of want it to be real homey so it just feels like a home not like a school because that's not what it is and then we got like a community garden and a library like I'm just so excited to have and create this space and and create some jobs because there are people who you know, like we saw real quick with the pandemic, um, either you're essential or we can't fund your job anymore. So um, I think that would bring in some great jobs for people who have kind of been struggling, you know, right now, even though I don't know, I'm talking like it's going to happen tomorrow, but who knows how someone's life has been impacted by the pandemic mm -hmm. um, and what jobs are going to be erased because of it. So yeah yeah in our community yeah and i mean we know ourselves the power of horses so yeah. we know that this is is possible we know that it's necessary the jobs that will be created they're freaking essential when you work with livestock your job is essential you can still work so yeah, that's, I'm, I'm here for it all. I'm here for it all, okay? I mean, next time I might say, maybe we can hire somebody to drive through the freaking mountains. Right. We <laughs> <laughs> that no more. But everything else, like, I'm just, it's just so exciting. It's so exciting. So, let's see. What is next? for the podcasts we uh, kind of touched on it already but <sighs> have you ever just I mean not ever I feel like you have you were may have been this way before but I feel like you've overcome what I'm about to say but like been afraid to have a vision so big just because stuff leading up to it has been coming true it's like oh jesus <laughs> if i if it comes out of my mouth if i say it like it's gonna happen so right. am i ready am i ready for that so that's kind of how i feel like with the podcast because we have been able to touch crevices of the horse industry that didn't even think of mm -hmm. You know, we've got people watching us. We've had, we have presidents of federations <laughs> listening to us yeah. and reaching out and saying, oh, that was really good. And it's like, thanks, what's, what's your name? <laughs> oh, you do what? Oh, <laughs> glad you liked it. Holy shit, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, I mean, put it out there. We want a TV show. Yes. Y'all yeah. need to see us on TV. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, you have been listening to us. We want to be, we want to show, you know, exactly how we make this happen. Because a lot of people, what, you you come across Caitlin and Abriana, you be looking like, what? What just happened? Where they going? What they doing? Right. You know? What's up? Yeah, yeah, and y'all, like, we're not saying that, like, we're just these magical beings that we can just knock this out, like, oh, it's great, and we're always on the move, like, we struggle, like, it's a struggle to keep this thing going, but like you said earlier, when you know that you are meant to do something, it's gonna work out, like, it works out in your favor, always, because you know that is your calling, it's gonna work out. It is. And I, I'm like preaching to the freaking choir <laughs> because I'ma listen to this episode and say, remember when you said it was gonna work out. <laughs> remember. Because I mean, quitting a full time job, quitting a steady paycheck to pursue entrepreneurship in any capacity is like all right, it's gonna work out. Just say it over and over. It's gonna work out. It's a huge step. And it's like you said, um, are you ready? And I guess that is like a part of our next our next thing. Like you couldn't have your nine to five and we out here trying to travel and get these stories and have a TV show. Where they go? At least you said it sitting at the desk and cleaning up dog poop. <laughs> Yeah, saying like that sounds a little bit more crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just think of like what we've been able to accomplish in the last two weeks. Like, what? Right. The sheer, the freedom and flexibility. Like I've been saying, I've been saying to my better half and been saying like, I want to use this time to create the life that I want to live. I do not want to be 50 years old and questioning what I'm doing with my life or that I want to switch it up or that I want to pivot. I want to live a full life. I want to choose. I want to have choices. I want to be able to fund all of my crazy like thoughts because I have them. One of them. <laughs> like... I, I don't want to, what did Nashawn say? Cause it's literally like my favorite quote and I've shared it on social media like six times. I've got it up here on the wall. Do we have the courage to envision something for ourselves without others permission? So I'm just out here trying to be brave. Yes. I'm just out here trying to have this courage for YBE, for Saddle Up and Read, for Black Unicorn Creative, for Cowgirl Cameron, for Happy Hills 4-H Club, for Encore the Miniature Horse, for Man Man the Miniature Horse. <laughs> it's a long list. And and it's, not, it's not, that's not even, that's, that's just what, that's just what we do right now because we got an entire list of things like, I <laughs> I'm not even going to share it, but 
And just imagine the people or the, I'm going to say the kids. I mean, it's not too late if you're an adult, but the kids who will grow up listening to this or that will be a part of our journey and they just say, hey, if they can do it, I can do everything. Like their list will be longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just want to like share, like, like this wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, you know, we're, we're just trail riders, you know, mm -hmm. we're not on the show scene, we're not in front of people showing and people taking our pictures, we're not getting grand massive sponsorships from major people, you know, we're not going up through the, the most expensive and the most prolific trainers and stuff just to make this happen. We're not, we're just we're just doing it and we're, we're going to continue to do it. And I mean, we have what 50 or so episodes out, mm -hmm. you know, track record speaks for everything. We could just continue to push and make things shake. And that is how we're making it happen. Like just straight grind. Yeah. So to all y'all out there who think like, wow, this is some amazing thing. This is, yeah, hmm, ha. Like, you can do this. You can do it. I mean, you can do, you can literally do whatever you put your mind to. Like, whatever. This doesn't matter. Like, you can start a business. One of the guys, we took um, Encore to a neighborhood event. Saturday, two days ago. And um, they, they were laughing. They're like, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna, um, he's like a little lawnmower. He's gonna replace your business. And I was like, what business? And one of the boys has a lawn cutting business. Aww. And his little brother was like, yeah, he has like, like six or seven clients. And I was <laughs> like, okay cutting the grass out here like instill that that sense of ownership and and possibility you know you can work for working for other people is perfectly fine but working for yourself is also an option and having this just seeing that this little boy saw this at a young age like what you mean i can't run this business i had a long cutting business when i was 12 mm -hmm. you know making this money yeah his parents helped but still it's just the possibilities. They're endless. They are endless. And Caitlin has shown me this through all the work that she has done and seeing how YBE touches people shows me like, like it's worth it. Like it's worth having to set our timers and work with all these different people, making sure these stories get told, like it's worth it. It is totally worth it. So we want a TV show. Um, we want people to sponsor episodes, get more involved with IBE. Um, yeah, we just, we just want the world <laughs> pretty much. We just want it all, you know, so. we're going to get there. Yeah. 
And the beautiful thing about it is not just for us. Like we want these things to make other things better, you know, to help other people's lives in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Not to be selfish. So if anybody's against that, y'all need to figure that out with yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, all right. This is wrapping up our first episode of our continuous season aka season four that's just gonna last forever and then we'll stop saying that (laughs) (laughs) so don't forget to one like us on all of our socials follow us on instagram at young black equestrians like us on facebook at the same Two, go rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment and like say something and tell us what you think. We will shout you out, okay? If I see comments on our Apple Podcasts, I will shout you out on the episode and uh, on our socials. And then subscribe on YouTube gotta remember the list subscribe on youtube to our youtube channel youtube.com slash young black equestrians and then follow us on our personal pages because we try not to like overload ybe with like all the things that we do all the time but then we were told people want to know all the things that we do all the time so follow us on our socials our personals as well uh instagram at it's the AJ way. I will put that right here. It's the AJ way. And then Caitlin at the Black Cowgirl. Yeah. So, all right, y'all. Welcome to YBE. This is a reintroduction of ourselves. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Yay! <laughs> Girl, someone just donated five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs>